once we're once we're running the front office of the uh las vegas raiders they're gonna be like i remember listening to their podcast yeah you do <laughs> like once you pause it's like which team were you gonna go with like, i'm pumped for any of them but i don't know what's hilarious i almost said the san diego chargers <laughs> oh man i i think that when i say las vegas raiders i think i'm wrong yeah that's like right. a little part of it just doesn't sound right to it but san diego chargers that's an old one yeah that is old one as of these the days. Baltimore Colts. <laughs> what was I just going to Google? Fuck. Oh. Google me. Google me. Google me. Uh, What's that from? I have no idea. I Like, my guess is the social network, but not social network. Um, The internship. The internship. I just, that was my guess because it's based off Google. I, <laughs> I watched that like a couple weeks ago. I watched it maybe two months ago. It just always it, is there. You take it, you upload it, you put it on the net. <laughs> you instantaneously or not instantaneously put it on the line. Online. On the line. No, 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 no. See, see. You take your little <laughs> pictures. Come on, come here, come here. Come Just on. take a picture. Come on. All right. Now you take that photo or don't take that photo and you upload it on the line for other people to look at. That's Instagram. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not, you're not listening. <laughs> That's Instagram. I get it. We're not idiots. Now look at mine. You instantaneously or not instantaneously put it on the line. You don't even have to say shit. And we'll call it see, see, exchange gram. Exchange gram. See now, see now what you gotta do. Now you gotta think. Now you gotta think what's next. You got two miniature sized persons out in the real world. What can you do with that? What can you do with that? I don't know. Fix watches. First one to blender. Now we're saving lives. What? <laughs> what? 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 Oh no, first one to blender. Now we're saving lives. First one to blender. Now we're saving lives. <laughs> I think the goal is in every episode to reference a movie that other people might know, but isn't like a top of the charts movie. Yeah, like an obscure movie. Yeah, that might be the most well-known one, but the love for it is not. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, welcome to the podcast. That's Calvin. That's Jake. This is GMs for Hire. And we have too many inside jokes about movies. Yeah. And, um... I guess we're looking for a GM job, but you know, if you want to hire us for a movie, we'll do that too. I will definitely write you a movie that is so bad, but will definitely beat the movie The Room. So, yeah, you want a movie that, you know, it won't do great in the box office, but like seven years later, people will maybe appreciate it in the small helping. We got you. The Room, that's the. Oh, hi, Mark. That's that one, right? Is it The Room or is it just Room? I think it's The Room. Because I know there's another one that's either that's the other one. It's got Jennifer Lawrence and uh, some kid in it. The Room. Yeah, The Room is the name. Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going to say Jennifer Lawrence Room. Jennifer Lawrence Room. Nope. She has an $8 million house. That's all I got out of that. 
Well, there you go. I can't Google her movie with some kid. I don't think that'll come up. Well, it doesn't matter. We're going to talk football. We're going over the AFC North and the NFC North. Going to start the NFC, talk about how they're looking at their free agency in the draft, and everything they did wrong or right. We're starting yeah. with the Bears. With the Bears. Da Bears. The Bears. Da Bears. Bears. Yeah. Sorry. Da Bears made da the Bears. best move that I think in the first round any team should have done in the draft. <laughs> yeah, I God, it was such a smart move. So smart. Really talked about this in our draft recap episode. I do not like that Justin Fields goes to Chicago. I want I wanted to see him succeed. I would have liked to see him go to a better put together team. But here we find ourselves, Justin Fields in Chicago. And maybe he'll turn the tide completely. Maybe he will absolutely dominate. He'll do what Lamar, uh, what Patrick did, what all these younger guys are doing for their franchises. The Chiefs, the Ravens, the Browns, the Bills. We'll see, man. I'm, I'm hesitant to like Justin Fields on the Bears, but... You gotta give him a fair shake. I I love the trade because of just the basics of you trade up for a good reason, and that is to get a quarterback of the future, which they have needed. That has been their big thing holding them back. They've been a playoff team, and Nick Foles and Trubisky have been their quarterback. Like that's a a good team being held back by quarterback play, and dare I say it, not a bad price. I mean, really, not a bad price to go up to 11 to take a guy that we probably would take in top five. Yep. You're paying swapping first, and then you're paying a fifth, a future first, and a future fourth. Yeah. So really, you're paying the future fifth, uh, the future first, the fifth and the fourth you can make up for. A first yeah. round pick is really tough too, but a fifth and a fourth you can make up for in some place or another. And Justin Fields is just incredible. I would have had him taken at three. I mean, I would have had him taken at two, really. But even in like all the mocks and stuff that should have happened, three is as far as I think he should have dropped. And yeah. this team needs a quarterback. I know they're not the best team. I think he can make it work. And I think Allen Robinson is an incredible receiver that can help him there. They need a few more pieces to really get there. I like Komet and Graham. I really like Komet as a young guy. And Graham's shown that he can be a good uh, helper there. It's just the fact they need obviously some more pieces, but that is, oh, that's, I hate the fact that they got rid of Fuller. I mean, I think, I know cap wise yeah. they had to do it, but that aspect, like if he was still there, you're basically just putting fields onto the team from last year. He is just so dynamic of a football player. He's going to make any team he goes on great, and they're already above average. So I think that element of it all, they can really make that next step up. If they sign Robinson long term, that duo is going to be dangerous in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be a new duo to watch out for. I think they're going to be. Honestly, I think as a duo, they could be a lot better than Matt Ryan and Julio. I mean, yeah, that's only be, that's only because you know we talked about Matt Ryan last week, but. Uh, 
these guys, if they play at the top of the game the way that we know that they can play, this this is going to be a special a special duo to watch. It's going to be it's going to be great to see. But it's still the Bears for me. It's still it's still the Bears. So it's hard to hard to hard to see him go. Hard to see him. Yeah. But I uh I I'm trying to get over that little element and just yeah. giving them benefit of the doubt that it's a new season, like how the Browns have actually seemed to somehow turn around. Yeah. My comp that I have in my head is just like a very light one. I'm not going in depth on. I'm just saying Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs because I think it's a good young quarterback that's really showing that promise that he can build up to. And Diggs is a really underrated receiver that gets his job done. And I think that can be the same thing with Fields being the young quarterback coming into his own and Allen Robinson going out there and getting the ball for him. And I think that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Maybe not this year being like one of the top teams in the league, but I think they can at least point in the right direction. Now they've got their QB. If you can lock down Robinson, like they're supposedly going to do after the tag and everything. I really hope so. Um, you put people, you put work into the line. Um, Jenkins, I think it's a good pickup if you're looking to protect them. Um, nothing really else for the rest of the draft. I mean, their next pick was in the fifth because of all their trades and everything. Yeah. But after that, it's just like these guys could stick or they could not. There's really no way of telling. But they went big for a good reason, which is to get a quarterback, get a tackle. Those are good investments for it. And those two investments are going to be on rookie deals for a few years where you can hopefully kind of piece together some of the other parts of the team, maybe get some of the other players in cheap if you needed to, like a second receiver, um, whatever you might want to do. But I'm hoping this is a, a sign of things to come. This is a turning point for the organization because, like you said, it's it's the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Gotta, gotta give them a fair shake coming in with their new QB. <sighs> I, I wish him all the best, the best of luck. I really hope. I would love to see Justin Fields come in for Rookie of the Year. I just, I just hope that, I just hope that the Bears can, you know, do what they did in what was it, twenty eighteen, when they really made that run. If they can do that again so. behind Justin Fields, that'll be something special. But. Until I see him on the fields, I'm gonna have my doubts. Yeah, 2018 they went 12 and four. Yeah, I think that's what this team is capable of doing. Really, is being a good team to really make that kind of push that you need. Um, like I said, I'm not even putting the pressure on this year. I think there's enough talent in the NFL that they're gonna be competing with that they don't have to worry about being the hit team this year. Yeah, it's really just gonna have to be. You're going in the right direction. Yeah, you're not looking for, you know, them to win uh, to win every game. We're looking for, you know, significant improvement over last year. Yeah, and I mean, they were a good team last year. They yeah, weren't they were the best team last year, but but yeah, that's not too bad. Eight and eight, uh, eight and eight. Looking for somewhere over five hundred. If they, if if Fields can get them somewhere over five hundred, I'm gonna be impressed. I'm gonna. You know, I'll ride it out with them. But if they end up eight and eight again, showing no difference with a brand new quarterback, a good quarterback, I'm I'm gonna seriously 
I have to doubt what they're doing on the coaching side. God, I forgot what they gave up for the second round pick. I think Jenkins, it's it's a lot of pressure to put on their guys. Jenkins has a big trade up for a tackle in the second. They gave up a third um, for it. That could have been something this year. I think it's a, it's a big, it's a lot of pressure to put on two guys. Those are the positions you probably want to do it at quarterback and tackle, but that's going to be a lot of, a lot of pressure for it. But I don't think the bears had any other choice. I mean, you guys were screwing up every year of not solving this problem. And now hopefully you can get over the, you pick Trubisky over Watson and Mahomes issue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just a big, we'll see on them. Absolutely. All right, let's head over to Detroit. The Lions, my team from the draft this year. Yeah, you love their draft. Oh, God, I loved their draft. They got Jared Goff at the helm now. Got a, got a younger guy coming into a decent system. I think the system could work out for him. Um, don't have Kenny Galladay. Don't love that. Uh, Marvin Jones, also gone. But I don't know, man. I, I they got TJ Hawkinson, who's who's my guy. Um they got halfway decent line. They just signed uh Glasgow to a huge deal. Um I like their defense. I like I like who they have on defense. They got my boy Panay Suel. I think I think the only thing that's lacking is receivers right now, and and not a not you know a ton. It's not like they're running with a bunch of nobodies, but I like this team. I I would love to see them do well. Um, I mean, I don't think they're gonna do phenomenal, but I think in this rebuild that it looks like they're doing, if they could, you know get somewhere like seven and 10 range. I think that'd be great for them. Yeah. I'm about to adjust to the, uh, to the new record. It's not yeah, being like, Oh, they could be eight and eight. It's like, yeah, yeah what was the last game? Yeah. They could, I, uh, they could be eight and eight and missing a game. I'm actually, like you said, the draft, I think they did a really great job of it. Swell dropped to seventh way further than I thought he ever could. I thought, if he didn't go to the Bengals is because someone scooped him up ahead of time, but he's great. Um, I think St. Brown, that's a good pickup in the fourth. Cause like you said, they need receivers, but they did get Tyra Williams, Amber Shaw Perryman or good receivers. No yeah. one's really a clear cut number one, but they're not a clear cut competing team because no. they're just kind of in their rebuild. They yeah. really cleared house. And I think that's a good call on the very least of just trying to, shift things towards a rebuild and not be stuck where someone in the middle. But I don't think they're in the worst situation because they have golf. Like you said, Swift, yep. great young running back, Perryman Williams and St. Brown, good receivers to build around with Hawkinson. Also a great pass catcher, good people on the line with Decker and Ragnow. Great. Um, like guys to build around. They're not in as bad of a situation as I think they seem it may have been just the way they were run. They didn't like it. I don't know. But they really did a good job drafting the right way they need to. 
and then going with some needs, cutting people they know they're not going to need this year, and then just really going forward. I, I think that's the tough thing of this is if it doesn't work out, which is going to be the part that really broke the wrong way? Because Okuda should be better, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he should be better. He definitely had a bad year. Um, he, But that gives him a lot of room to improve. He doesn't have to, you know, live up to anything. All he's got to do is, you know, play better. He doesn't have to be that gold standard like when uh, – Marshawn Lattimore, he kind of hit a uh, second-year slump pretty hard uh, yeah. after having a fantastic rookie year. Um, we're just kind of seeing the other side of it from a really highly ranked uh, corner coming out coming out of the draft. It's just uh, just got to see what he can do. He's just got to you know get his head in the game and play. Yeah, and. Honestly, if you look at the last five first-round picks, Decker, Davis, Ragnow, Hawkinson, Okuda, like, they've been drafting well. They've done a good job, and now Sewell. I mean, they have really set it up to have a really good line. Goff isn't a bad quarterback. They got a hell of a haul for him. I think him with picks is worth way more than Stafford to me, unless um, the Rams can do something incredible with Stafford. I just think that Goff isn't that bad. And if anything, he's a really good quarterback to put in there and just kind of shift this team around. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's enough of a veteran. He's seen enough that he can help guys get there. He can work with Perriman, Williams, and St. Brown. I mean, look at his crew at the Rams. From the start, people didn't really want to work with them. Now they're all top talents that they want. So I think that he knows how to work it. They've got the line they're not really looking that bad as far as a team that I thought was going to be in complete and total rebuild. It's just really get on that secondary. They're working on yeah. a few parts of the defense. The secondary really just needs it. Like you said, I think Okuda's going to be better. I like Melifonwu a lot. I mean, he's an athletic freak, so that's yeah. usually what I look for anyway. But they're really not looking that bad, which almost has me worried. Like, how's it going to go bad? Like you said with the uh, with the Bears. It's the Bears. I'm excited about it and they look pretty good. Then like, what's the catch? Cause it's the lions. They're not yeah. I, like, am I actually thinking they look this good? Um, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to have to agree because they've looked pretty good in the past. I mean, they had what a top 15 wide receiver in Galladay. They had, uh, two or three running backs that were really good at one point. Matt Stafford, who's always been, you know, middle of the pack guy. Um, when Patricia was there, he was bolstering the defense. Um, the, the, for me, this is a good, this is a good six and 11, seven and 10 team. I think that, uh, they're, they've been rebuilding over the past couple of years very very quietly and now after they brought in Goff and now they had this huge haul in the draft um it's looking more and more like a rebuild they got a bunch of young guys but I think that they can all contribute um in the first two years uh year one and two for them but I I have to agree with you you know the team looks good but you're right where are they gonna go wrong is it gonna be 
on the play calling? Is it going to be, you know, guys underperforming? But if all these guys play at the level that we know that they can play at, Lions are, are going to be a halfway decent team for a rebuild team. Yeah. And I mean, last year they were five and 11 in their games against their division. Only two of them weren't within one score. They beat the bears one week. They lost the Vikings in the last week by two points. Um, Packers by seven in week 14. I mean, Packers beat them in week two and that's when the Packers were world beaters. So it's one of those things where I don't see them really struggling against their division that much. I think it's one of those ones where it could be up for grabs anytime one of these teams plays another like when the Patriots would win the AFC East every year, but they wouldn't dominate the AFC East games. Yeah. And that's where they could get those wins to go to seven and ten, maybe eight and nine. And I think if you get seven, ten, eight and nine out of this team and you're pointing the right direction and you can re-sign the right players, that's all you need for the first one. Like the Bears not winning the Super Bowl this year. You don't need all that. Just get in the right direction and get momentum to keep going to the next one like the Browns have been doing. Every year, they've been getting a little bit better. They've had hope for it and gotten really good and made sure to build on it the next year. And that's what they can do, honestly. I mean, if they got the right leadership for it, they can really point this forward, fix the secondary a bit, get a little more help on the line, and then maybe a really good receiver in the future. I don't really know what it's going to look like when they're drafting it or what have you. But that might be the only thing where if you push Perriman, Williams, and St. Brown down a spot for a really good receiver, or even just make them all take a little bit less of the load, there's just another thing there. But they're looking good, and they got a lot of draft capital going into it that they can really work with moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Packers. I mean, I feel good about the Lions. I'm okay with that. It's one, like we said, I'm a little worried about feeling good about them, but... They seem like they're doing the right thing. Just don't you know, fuck making, it up. Making the right moves. Just got to, you know, execute. What do you think happens with Rodgers? That's literally the only thing there is to talk about with <laughs> the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. If he really wants out, if he's like, get me the hell out of here. Send him to New Orleans. I would lose my mind if he went to New Orleans. We talked about this last time. He's going to stay. I don't obviously I don't disagree with that. The the New Orleans thought. <laughs> I think it's funny to look at it as any Tom Brady fan or anybody in the NFC will look at it as well. Neither of these teams could get it done on their own, so they joined forces to put Rodgers on the Saints and get to the Super Bowl and hopefully win something. I don't think that's where he'll end up. I think if the Saints were really that into it, they probably would have traded up in the draft or made a trade already about this. But the PFF podcast I've been listening to had it as number one, you got to restructure something with him. You got to keep him. Obviously, that's number one. Number two was retire. Have him retire so that way he's not playing against you. Because number three, if you trade him, he's playing against you. He's playing in the league where he's doing Aaron Rodgers things and you don't have him on your team doing that. And I don't really agree with that because I think, one, always get value for what you can. Whether it's in fantasy, you want to trade a guy while he's hot and get it because you know he's going to collapse. Whether it's you know your guy's on the last year of his deal and the trade deadline's coming up, teams try and trade that type of stuff. 
I think you got to get some kind of value for Aaron Rodgers, and you can get really good value for him right now, so you got to. If you're the team that let Aaron Rodgers retire, that's it. That's a complete rebuild coming because there's no way you're saving that and other t- other players are coming on looking like that's something they want to join. Oh, yeah. And also, Aaron could do what a couple of other players have done in the past. He could retire and then unretire. Marshawn Lynch did it. Gronk did it. If he retires and then unretires so he can play for a different team, then they're double screwed. No, they'd still have his rights if you do that. They have something written so that you don't have. That's why Megatron, when he was always talked about coming back, he couldn't just join a team. The other team has to release you. Like the Pats traded Gronk to the Bucks. Um, I think the Seahawks released Lynch so he yeah, could do it. But it would still be the retiring for more than a year of it so that they don't have him aspect because yeah. he doesn't care if he screws over the Packers. In his eyes, they screwed him over. I would love to see Aaron uh, play for a new team. I feel like we would see a lot of what we saw from Peyton Manning in Denver. Just kind of like uh, a new love of the game. But I think he's going to be stuck in Green Bay until he's done done with the league. Uh, Yeah. And that sucks because he just won MVP. And he had a phenomenal year last year and he will he wasn't entirely happy last year either and is his play gonna go down if he's like really desperate to get out of there is he you know is his play gonna go down is his motivation gonna go down or is he gonna you know just be pissed and play with a chip on his shoulder yeah that might have been last year the mvp run having the chip on his shoulder showing I am an MVP calendar candidate because I won MVP. And I just, it's just that tough thing of how do you get to this point where it's a franchise quarterback and you really don't use him well enough. I think they've wasted him for a very long time already. And now, last year, him and Devontae Adams, that's the one-two punch that any team would want on their team. You got Adams saying that if Rodgers isn't there, he's obviously going to rethink his future. Not saying he won't be back, but... Obviously, you got to rethink it. Who's throwing you the ball? And you don't want that. And while I liked the Aaron Jones signing, I think that's a good deal. It's really just a two-year deal with two team options, even though it's a four-year deal they could really get out of it. Yeah, He's a really good offensive weapon to Rodgers, so I don't think that's that crazy. It's just like, how have you not done more through the years? And then with the other aspects of it, you haven't done anything. I mean, J.R. Alexander, amazing pick in 2018. Not saying he's not. But in 2020, you take Jordan Love. That's yeah. like you didn't need to take him there. It's no. not like you need a quarterback anyway. But the aspect of things like that's clearly showing where you're at. And then he goes, uh, Rodgers goes out and balls out. You're just showing everyone you're not really prepared for this. Yeah. Um, I didn't love the Aaron Jones signing. I thought it was a lot of money uh, for him. He had a good year last year. I'm not saying that he didn't. Um, I just think that that money should have went to, you know, it was a big free agency this year. I think that that money could have been spent on bigger needs, but, um, yeah, they, it hasn't really seemed like they've been committed to Aaron when 
that's all he's done. It's insane to me that, you know, guys like Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, they're asking for very simple things and they're not getting them. It's not like Aaron Rodgers, like, I want you to, I want you to sign eight max deal guys tomorrow. Just looking for a little bit of help. That's it. But still not giving him anything that he's looking for. No help. Brandon Jordan love where they took him. It didn't help anything. It just made it seem like they were ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. And if they had taken him in like the sixth round, fifth round, they would have been like, all right, they, you know, they drafted a quarterback, you know, they drafted all their other needs. They took Jordan Love super early, so early. But I don't know if I was, if I was Aaron, I'd be pissed too. I'd be looking to get out of there as fast as I could, but they're not going to let him go, especially after winning MVP. And that's where I just feel bad for the guy. I mean, he's, stuck in a situation that he doesn't want to be in because he played so well that is the aspect of it all he's not gotten any help the packers are kind of notorious for not really doing much when it comes to all these moves it's a weird thing to be well known for um so they took love at 26 yep now guys that went ahead of that Rager at 21, Justin Jefferson at 22, and Brandon Ayuk at 25. To give you an idea of first-round receivers, that would require a trade-up. That's a different conversation. I think they should have obviously done it. But let's just say they don't do that. Even still, T. Higgins, first in the second round. Michael Pittman Jr., second in the second round. Um, Then you got LaVisca Chenault, K.J. Hamler, Chase Claypool. You have all these wide receivers that you could have gone after and arguably could have traded back for and gone after and made up a little bit of draft capital. It's these things of there have been people available for them that they just don't make the moves for. And then that's also one reason I did like Aaron Jones. I didn't think they were going to do anything in free agency anyway. So if you let Jones get away, that's a part of the offense that's leaving that they're not going to replace with anyone serious or anyone that'll be big in the next year anyway. But I just, I don't know. Like, they have really great players, and they have really subpar players. They have Jair Alexander, and their other corners aren't that good. They have good safeties. Their linebackers aren't that good. They have yep. Clark and Zadarius Smith on the line. Good. Everyone else, not so good. Uh, Rodgers, Jones, Adams, Bakhtiari, Jenkins. Then everyone else in the offense is subpar. They're just not interested in building a full team and going all in for it. And I don't know what it is that's holding them back on it. You have the quarterback. You had the guy that for a decade everyone was saying was basically the best quarterback, the one that you want. If you had to build a quarterback, it would be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And you've wasted him, and you just haven't done it with him, and you've known he's been unhappy with it. And I just don't understand where it's coming from to not go more. If Rodgers leaves tomorrow, you're done for. I don't think Jordan Love is ready to turn it around right away anyway. No. So you're you got to build it around him. You got to go all in on Aaron Rodgers because that's really the only choice you have because everything else, if Rodgers is not that quarterback, it's all falling to shit. All right, we got to do something positive about them. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like Amari Rodgers. I do. I really like I him. I love the Amari Rodgers pick. 
Um, I think, I honestly think if Aaron stays, if he stays for this season, I think Devontae Adams could get very close to 2,000 yards. I could see that. I'm thinking, I could see I'm that. thinking like 18, 1900 yards. Like a Julio season or Megatron yeah. season where it's just like, that's the guy. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that because Devontae Adams is just so much fun to watch in general. Um, I think, I mean, Rodgers could cut into that a bit or could help that a bit. It's one of those weird things that's really tough to say because does having the number two take coverage away or does it add to it whereas, like, he's going to get all those catches. It's just one of those tough things, but I could see Devontae Adams being that guy that does it. He had 14 games last year he played in. And 1,300 yards. So, uh, arguably looking at 15, 1,600 if he has all 16. Maybe more if some of those games were cut short by injury anyway. 18 touchdowns is nuts. He'll probably regress on that unless he does the 2,000-yard um, season. But I, that's just a damn good duo. And then Rodgers, I think, is a really good second receiver. I just think that they're... Last year was a lot of talent that you could have gone in and at least said, this is our guy, rather than picking Love and saying, oh no, we're moving on soon, just to have Aaron Rodgers go off and be the MVP and leave you in this, well, you believe in Jordan Love enough to take a, in with the first round pick, but Rodgers is the MVP. You got to do something, and they're just going to sit and do nothing until Schefter reports this. <laughs> yeah. Which was apparently not even close to the draft. Like, he, he broke it or he talked about it like close to the draft within an interview. It was like, oh yeah, this was not anything new. We had known about this for months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I or Rappaport. I don't I don't remember which one it was, but it was one of them that just like wanted to bring it up draft day. Just, yeah. All Wait. right, let's move on to Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota had my favorite pick last year. Anybody who would listen to me, Justin, Justin Jefferson. And Jalen Hurts, but Justin Jefferson, every time another pick went down, I talked about Justin Jefferson was going to be the steal of the draft, and teams weren't weren't uh, looking at him the right way and all this stuff. And for once, I was actually right. <laughs> I've probably said that every year. Like that guy's like, hey, hey, see that girl? I'm going to marry her, and it never works out. Well, Justin Jefferson's the one I actually ended up marrying. Yeah. I, dra- <laughs> I drafted him in fantasy and then dropped him because I didn't have space for my roster. And I had to see someone use them, and I was like, shit, I was right about him, too. Damn. How you felt about Justin Jefferson is how I felt about C.D. Lamb last year. But yeah. Justin, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson was unbelievable, out of his mind. Uh, great, great person to pair with Adam Thielen. Um, I, liked, I liked those two. I think they play well together. Um, as much as I miss Diggs playing with Thielen, I think that Justin Jefferson's a good secondary guy. Yeah, um, he definitely is. What I'm excited for, I'm going to be real honest, I'm excited to see Patrick Peterson in the purple this year. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see Patrick Peterson back in in true true form. I'm I'm excited. I think he's gonna do great. Um, 
I think he's going to do great in the in the North. I think with everybody not having the greatest receivers, everybody's got at least one good receiver. Um, I I think that he's set up to have a really good season, and I'm going to say it. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I I think I mean I loved Patrick Peterson going to a single digit number. Pumped for it. Um, I think he's kind of been slept on a bit. He went from being one of the top guys everyone talked about and all this stuff, but was never really talked about having like this big drop off. He just kind of stopped talking about him. But he's still legit. He can still play. He's got great ball skills, so he knows what he's doing. And they oh, needed yeah. that in their secondary. Um, I think the most impressive draft move I've seen by a team in a while is trading back in the first to get two extra thirds, taking Darasaw, who great talent at 23 kind of surprised in drafts. I kind of had him falling at 14 to yeah. the Vikings anyway, but then go ahead and taking Wyatt Davis with that third yeah, round that pick. Was, that is that two a, good that, linemen that was a big with right there one pick essentially like you traded back and made it into an extra player no matter what the other play pick would have been you you were probably gonna take darisaw anyway so great job on that one that one was uh i didn't honestly i didn't think it was going to be that good uh of a move i kind of thought they'd lose on darisaw and just kind of have to deal with it at that point but that's a really good pickup getting that tackle and then getting a guard as well that's two good linemen that'll probably be starting for them next year oh absolutely yeah, they they've been really working on you know homegrown line, uh, homegrown offensive line, and I love seeing that. I love it when you know they don't have to trade in a lot of pieces and stuff like that. They draft these guys and they try to bolster them up at home, which is great. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is gonna have is gonna have a pretty good year. I think he's gonna be slightly above average i think he's going to be like right above where matt stafford usually is um got great receivers uh this this young offensive line love it defense god i love daniel hunter um they got a lot of good pieces they got my boy patrick peterson coming in this team this team's gonna look gonna look pretty good this year gonna look pretty good this year i don't know if they're gonna be they might be competing for a wild card spot but i don't know if they're gonna clinch anything you know what i mean i get that i uh it's i mean is that just what the nmc north basically is why do i think this team looks so good and why do i doubt that even more because they look good i mean their defense is really set they need maybe another edge maybe a linebacker um I mean, Harrison Smith is amazing. We know that. You said Hunter. They got two good young linemen coming in who I think are ready to play day one. So you add those, and that's three of your five linemen are really good. That's what you want. Um, Two great receivers. Thielen's one of the most slept-on receivers every year, and he always comes out and play. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think, will be great. Even if he has a, a little bit of a slump to him, I don't think that's a huge issue just because he's in an offense where he's not the number one necessarily. It's 1A, 1B even, but he doesn't have to shoulder everything, so he'll be able to get into his groove. If Cook can be 
who he is and stay healthy. And like you said, if Cousins can deliver on that, I could easily see them being a playoff team. And then just one of those playoff teams where they need one spark and could make a run. My only thing holding them back on that is who's their veteran guy that's really pushing them with the playoff experience. And yeah. that's the thing of it could be Patrick Peterson that comes in there and is just like that extra voice they need or something. Um, but yeah, I like this team a lot. I think it looks really good right now, which I thought they might be a little bit further away from. But looking at them again, they're looking a little better where maybe they're not as much of a shift to Kellen Mond. They're just going to get everything they can out of this one. And when it comes time to switch, they'll be ready with Mond. But they don't need to do that right now. Cousins, no, this is his year to shine. Absolutely. Uh, set up for success right now. And, yeah. you know, I would love, I would love to see Kellen Mond develop into, you know, another low, low drafted animal like Dak. I think I love Kellen Mond. You know me. I love, I love that pick. But yeah, I think this team, I think this team is, you know, the only team that's going to really beat them is themselves at this point or Kirk Cousins. <laughs> But, but other than that, I'm excited to. I'm excited. I'm excited, excited to man. see them play. You're excited, and when I want to be negative about a player, I'm like, I like them. I really do. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I think they're looking good. Um, I honestly feel pretty good about that whole division right now. Surprisingly, the Packers are the ones that almost worry me the most. I'm excited about the Bears at quarterback. Never thought I could say that. The Lions are really owning their rebuild. It's going to be probably a short one because I don't think you need to rebuild for five years anymore in this league. Yeah, They have picks. Goff isn't that much of a downgrade on Stafford for what Stafford was doing there. He was, yeah. I mean, if you think Stafford's great, then he was being held back by that system. But Goff, he's a good veteran quarterback that can throw the ball well and get some stuff together to get a team rallying. Um, they're looking good. The Vikings are looking good. The Packers could be great. I mean, they were in the playoffs with an MVP last year. If they just don't shoot themselves in the foot, is it really just going to be which team in this division doesn't screw themselves over? Yeah, which team doesn't shoot themselves in the foot? That's going to be the race in the NFC North. Let's uh, let's switch over, unless you got anything else to say about the NFC. No, we can jump over to AFC. All right, Bengals, here we go. Um, uh, I just... I want to not like the move with jamar chase but i just love jamar chase so much i love seeing a guy join back up with a former quarterback i think that's so much fun so it's gonna be a ton of fun to watch um i just i just don't really know what their move is here with the line if they think that their line's great if they maybe just have one left like they're gonna sign okun like we talk about because villanueva and fisher are gone I know they have two tackles from this draft that, I mean, they could be good. There's no saying what they'll be, but it's more of a, I think they've had enough time to plan for this that they should have done more to really solidify their protecting Burrow. I don't think their team is that bad. I mean, Burrow, really good young quarterback. Mixon, good runner. Boyd and Higgins, already good receivers. Now throwing Chase, good hopefully will be great receiver. That's an amazing offense. Yeah, but Burrow and then, got hurt last year. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> of his lack of offensive line. But like, the, the only reason I'm okay with the Jamar Chase pick is because uh, Cincinnati front office is trying to avoid the same exact situation that Green Bay and Houston is in where they don't listen to their quarterback and he hates it there. True. I he mean, was outspoken about wanting Chase there. I, mean, I think yeah, he, he was, knew. He was adamant about getting Chase there, that he wanted him there. And they listened to him, which is, you know, not something that a lot of the front office does, uh, you know, because it is a business. But they listened to him, hopefully bringing back uh, bringing back his college teammate to come play with him in the big leagues. You know, that that's a, a show of good faith by the front office. I mean, that's the only reason I'm okay with the pick because all these, you know, quarterbacks are coming out being like, nah, you guys don't listen to me. I want to go. They yeah. they had Andy Dalton for so long. They were like, oh, God, for, for God's sake, please don't go anywhere. So they were like, anything you want, you got it. You want Jamar Chase? We'll draft him. Absolutely. You want me to sell my right arm? to a cannibal sure got it they're just doing anything they can to keep their new young quarterback around especially after he got hurt they're trying to do everything they can to keep him in good spirits with the team i'll agree with that i mean i think we hear plenty about quarterbacks now being unhappy um it's just kind of funny that he tore his acl and isn't unhappy about the line but they're not they're not shot for talent. Williams and Reef aren't the worst, I think, in the world. It's just the fact of how we build teams, which is be solidify yeah. the line and Absolutely. really help that. I think Higgins and Boyd are really good and like Tate isn't a bad third. Um so it's just one of those tough things really for all of that. I just don't know. I just don't know. Maybe they don't have the pull either. I could be saying that it's so easy to sign these guys that maybe they don't have all that pull yet yeah. because players might not want to go play there. And that's not their fault if players don't want to go to Cincinnati or if they don't want to go into that division on the Bengals and they feel like they're going to be losing. That's, I think, to give them a fair shot there too. They do have a good secondary. Um, Bates and Bell, really good safeties. They got Hilton, which, I mean... Six million a year. That's a good price tag, I think. Yeah. Trey Waynes is one guy that I'll own up to. I liked because he was fast. I think because in Madden, he had a good speed rating, so I used him a lot. <laughs> yeah. But hasn't really lived up there. So they could probably use another corner. Um, They got some good people in the line. Probably need some linebackers, but it's just one of those things where maybe – Maybe getting a tackle is not huge right now because they know they're not competing this year. They didn't get a full season of Burrow last year to really build the momentum into competing in the second year. I would still think get a tackle to protect your guy, but maybe they're hoping more draft tackles and get those guys who want to be the the career guy with him and build that maybe. Um, well, yeah, like I said, Chase, not a bad pick. He is an amazing talent, and I hope to see him do well. Um, Osai for Texas, love him. Didn't think he'd be a third rounder when I started doing coverage a while ago. 
So I think that's a that's a good price for him, I'd say. Yeah, I had a second round grade on him. Yeah, so that's where I would have probably taken him. So I think getting him early third, that's the advantage of having the early third round picks. Just like the first pick in the second round. You get a first round talent at a second round price kind of thing. Yeah. Um they're not yeah, they're not looking too bad. They drafted linemen for their O line. So I think getting that together is a good idea. And maybe just because we're just looking at the whole NFC North where every team could either be a five-win team or competing in the playoffs. It's one of those things where I don't really think the Bengals are competing for the playoffs or for the top of their division this year. I think every other team is clearly ahead of them, but maybe just build the right moves and get them there so that way your offense is clicking next year, no, two years from now, rather, and that could be the move, I guess. Yeah, they're they're not looking to you know, clinch a playoff spot. They're just looking to not finish at the bottom. Yeah. And then with that, don't want to sign Okung or Villanueva or maybe even Fisher because you're going to probably get a one-year deal, maybe two. At that point, you have a really old tackle and need to fill that again when you bring in the guys in the draft and maybe they work. And if they didn't, then you're still in the same situation. But um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not looking too bad for a team that's on the up and up. I think their offense looks a lot better than I expected to so far at this point. I just wonder I just wonder if Burrow's gonna have to be running or if he's gonna be risking getting hurt. Hopefully he's got a good offense that you have such a good offense there on the defense is on their heels, so they're not looking to tee off on you because you're just making so many good throws. Yeah. But uh we'll we'll see, I guess. Yeah. A lot of a lot of waiting and seeing we're gonna have to do here. I don't like it. <laughs> I want it now. I want to see everything <laughs> right <know>. now. <laughs> I want instant gratification. That's the that's the age we live in now. Yeah. Can we call them and have them do a scrimmage right now? Because be one nice. random person said it. That'd be nice if we had that kind of pull. That'd be amazing. Well, let's move um, to Cleveland. Let's head, on, yeah, head on over to Browns. They're an exciting team. That will get me more, more excited. Are we going to see the Browns in the Super Bowl? Ah. Uh, I think we're going to see him in the championship. I'll see okay. him in the in the conference championship game. I, I'm confident with that much. The tough thing is them in the Super Bowl means that they have to beat the Bills and the Chiefs, which not impossible, but that's just like a big order to say for them yeah. that I think they really could be in the Super Bowl, but I think they're likely to be in the championship game because I could see them beat the Bills or I could see them beat the Chiefs. I think calling for one big win like that is a fair thing for them, but they've just been doing everything right. It is not the Cleveland Browns way that I used to know. Yeah. I mean, it's Gary, man. They, they look so it's a different animal and they, they're playing the chiefs week one. They're playing the the chiefs week one. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have that as an upset. I have the Browns beating the Chiefs week one. I'd agree with that. And they're a more rounded team. Yeah. The only knock is that the Browns sometimes come into the season a little bit slower and need to get up to speed. But, I mean, there could be a Super Bowl hangover and that could be the Chiefs. But I could easily see them beating that with that roster. There's, like, basically not a weak point on the roster. Like, not a single... This is a Madden roster. It really is. Like. They're doing everything they're that you would think to. Everybody. Everybody wants to play for Cleveland. 
everybody wants to play for Cleveland. It's like they have LeBron. Honestly. <laughs> it's insane. And it's crazy to see that all these huge names are all just gravitating towards the Browns of all teams. Like, yeah. you and I were alive when they drafted Tim Couch. And now this is what their team looks like. It's insane. When the highest selling Brown jersey was the one that someone made by pasting a new name below and below every single time for the quarterback. That was the biggest one. Yeah. God. And now they signed Clowney. Huge move. Again, mad move. I don't think that I didn't think that would actually happen, but it did. They needed a safety. They went out and got John Johnson. And yeah. not a bad deal, honestly. I mean, no. three years, 33 mil. That's not a bad deal to get a huge need. They're getting all the players they need. They need Troy Hill, two years, yep. nine mil. Good deal. Denzel Ward is a great young corner, but now yep. you have another corner behind him. Yep. Brady Williams, Miles I think, could play better. Miles Garrett is an insane human being. I think he's an alien, honestly, if you see him. But like when at the draft, he was wearing that suit and it looked like a track suit. Yep. And then their line is amazing. Every single one of their linemen is at least good. Most yeah. lines do have like three good and two not so good, and they kind of make up for it and work well together. Every one on this line is good. They have a good rookie young, uh, well, I mean, a second-year tackle now. Second year. Yeah, well. But now just that is amazing. You have Nick Chubb running behind it, and Kareem Hunt is your change-up pace back. You have Odell and Jarvis. You have yeah. Austin Hooper, who gets lost on this stuff, but I think if he even got cooking with it, he'd be okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just insane. Like everybody in this team is good, at the at the least is good, and they are going to fill the roles they need to. And then their draft was good. Yeah, and they actually have a quarterback that gives a shit. Yeah, who wants to be there? Who wants yeah. to be the driving force for them? Yeah, who's playing with a chip on his shoulder? Who's loud and wants people to know that he's there and that he's in Cleveland and that he's going to make Cleveland good. Yeah. I want to bring that swagger to Cleveland. Yeah. And then they drafted Newsom. Good yep. pick. Getting needed a corner. Got a corner. JOK falling to the second. Hopefully his heart problems are not serious. I don't think they would be if they take him in the second. Yeah. But if that's the case and he's healthy and good to go, Great player in the second, yeah, Anthony Schwartz like in the third. Yeah, it's just the fact of like their first three picks of going corner, then going inside linebacker, and then going with the receiver are needs, but also arguably best of available. And they yeah. they almost line up too perfectly there. Yeah, man, it's absolutely insane. I think they're gonna do big things this year. Uh, I think that. Cleveland and Buffalo are going to be the two teams that you got to watch out to be in the Super Bowl this year. I would love that. I would love that. My only thing about their team is I again, I don't see a, like a huge true veteran leader in the late playoff run that yeah. tends to be important for it. It might not be as crucial. It might be a guy like Miles Garrett stepping up. Odell's been in the league, Jar's been in the league. They've been they've had time in the league. It could be someone. That is the only thing I could really see maybe it falling down. See, but I don't think you need it almost with this team. 
I don't think you, I honestly I don't think you need it with Baker. If yeah. Baker gets into those big game situation, I think he's gonna thrive. I think he's going to absolutely step up, be, step up and be that presence of of a veteran of somebody who's been in the playoffs of somebody who's made it to the big game even though he hasn't i think that he's got enough energy and motivation and can pump up a team enough i think the browns are going to be special this year man and i cannot wait to see it i cannot wait to see them yeah play. i'm pumped for it and years to come i don't think it's like a one and done thing with this team they've built up a great o-line I think they've built up great offensive weapons. Their defense is really good, and they've made it a point to fill the holes that they were on an already good team. They are just doing what needs to be done. And I think, like you said with Baker, I think they're going to be having this fire in them for years to come where they're like, no, we're the best, and we're going to show you, and we're going to beat you every single year, and this is our division, this is our conference, this is our league. And I think every year for the next five years, we could see the Browns being one of the top teams talked about for the Super Bowl year after year. It's crazy. <laughs> that was that was much better than the Bengals of me having to accept the fact of them being in the rebuild, which is nothing wrong with it. They're doing a no, good job with the rebuild. It's yeah. just not exciting. <laughs> no. Like how the Browns went from being a team that we picked in Madden because they were so bad we wanted to fix them. And yep. now they're honestly like no fun because I don't really know what to do with them. They're only fun if you do a fantasy draft. Yeah, that's fair. But then they're basically just a name. There's just <laughs> same team, different names. Yeah. Let's All right, go well, on. Let's move on to the Ravens. I'm down. I actually like the Ravens draft. I think they're a team that I think gets too much crap. I think Lamar being MVP might be the attention of it. People might not like how he plays or whatever. But they were 11-5 and five last year. They've yeah. been a playoff team. They have an MVP quarterback on their team. And they're always questioned. And I know you need to keep improving. And you need to keep upping it to help the cause. I'm not saying anything against that. But there are people acting like, they're not even that good is a difference between that. But I think this could be the draft and offseason that puts them over the top. I think Rashad Bateman is the right Beautiful receiver. Thing. Aside from trading up, obviously, he is the right receiver for them. He plays bigger than he is, which you yep. needed some kind of big receiver, but not every 6364 receiver is the right guy. You need a guy who plays big, and that's really what he does. If you watch his highlights and watch some other guys taller, you'd big swear Bateman was a bigger dude. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I love the Bateman pick. I love Rashad Bateman. He's a physical wide receiver. You don't see that very often anymore. Um, Honestly, with what everybody's saying, because I agree with you, people are doubting this team. They have doubts about this team. This team won 10 games. Teams that win 10 games shouldn't be questioned like this. I think that should absolutely put a chip on Lamar's shoulder, and he should go bananas this year. I, I would love to see him go crazy, get Hollywood Brown in the mix with all the speed that he has. Rashad Bateman, uh, I would love to see him 
move up to being no doubt wide receiver one for them. Um, I I think this team doesn't have a lot to prove uh, to the league, but has a lot to prove to everybody else that they belong, that they're doing this, that they are a great team with, you know, concerningly not a lot of weapons. They have, as of right now, the only person they have that's like a real, real good player on offense besides Lamar is Mark Andrews. Yeah. Uh, But if they can be in 11 what was 11 and 5 last year they can be 11 and 5 with no receivers and just lamar imagine what they're gonna do with this new kid and that new kid coming in is gonna take a lot of pressure off hollywood which hopefully will give him a good year a little bit of running back work you know uh give lamar a break from running up the field have him sit in the pocket and then he'll be a real dual threat. Then you'll never know what he's going to do. And I think that's going to be good to see. I think that's going to be great for them. I think they're going to prove a lot of people wrong this year. Yeah, like you said, they had no weapons, and they've already been 11-5. and five. They've already been competing every single year. Now, it's going to be one of those teams where they don't even have a true number one, and I think that works better for their offense of what they can do to be a little more fluid with Lamar. J.K. Dobbins didn't really get it going until after a few games into the season. So I think he has a full year under his belt now. He's a part of the offense, and it's his offense as the running back. Then you have uh, Bateman, then Brown, 1A, 1B, or 1 and 2, whatever you want to say. Andrews is the top weapon anyway, so they don't even have to answer like being a true number one receiver. Watkins is a third receiver now. He can shine in that. He doesn't have all the pressure on him, but he was a first-round talent at one point and can have flashes of that to really show off. Then they have a good line. They drafted Cleveland. I think he can be a good guard for them, too, to maybe throw in if he really shows up early on. If not, they've still usually done well enough online. They can be okay. They got Villanueva now um, filling in for losing Brown. Um, I like Owe. I think that's a really good pick for the second first round pick. I think getting that extra first gave you Bateman so that you can take away without the pressure because you wouldn't have been a bad pick the first time, but if you don't take a receiver, you're screwed. Yeah. So I think that really worked well with them. They lost, um, they lost kind of linebacker stuff this year and need that help. So I think he'll be really there. Uh, it's just the aspect of, I want to know what they'll do with it. I think that the talent's all there now. And I really hope they're able to adapt and spin it because the first full year of Lamar, he was an MVP and it was great. But then year two, they didn't really run with it and keep changing and keep refreshing. So I'm hoping they learn from that. And this year they'll really run with it and really go with it of, we have the weapons, let's make it our style. Let's go full speed all the time and go with it. Cause like you said, they're 11 and five with no weapons and this full team now they sky's the limit, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Oh, we're supposed to say something bad about them. Um, they smell bad. Harbaugh is real old now. Yeah, and he looks too much like his brother, which is confusing for people. 
I don't know. I I like their draft. I think we talked about that enough. That I think Wade's a good corner. Yeah, Stevens is also good, so that's good help there. Got some good stuff, but that's my big thing with them is can they adjust? Can they make the improvements? Because I think they did a good job year one, Lamar, and he won MVP, obviously. But then after that, they didn't really do enough with it. I think teams are going to key on that, and they're going to learn, and you need to be able to adapt more than they did, or at least adapt enough that you're staying ahead of them. I think Belichick's always been able to prove he can do that. And with a guy like Lamar, he can do a lot. He has a good arm. I mean, he can throw the ball well. That's not that crazy. And obviously his legs are insane. So it's one of those things where you got to be special, I think, to win this division or to even beat the other teams enough so that you're able to be in the playoffs against them. So that's going to be the tough thing coming out of this is that are you special enough to at the very least be number two? If Cleveland's number one, you're a very close number two competing with them, and the Steelers and Bengals are far behind because if you're struggling in there, you're not going to be able to get that momentum and get going where by the time you get to the playoffs, you're just still behind it. Yeah. All right. Time for the Steelers. All right. Shout out, Jacob. The Steelers... I feel like we had a team that I talked about this. The Steelers are a team that I think should have been planning two years before now. I'm yeah, not... That was one of the things I wanted to talk about. I, They need to start a rebuild. Should they have done it earlier? I think they should have done it three years ago. As soon as the stuff with AB and Le'Veon Bell happened at the same time, that's when I would have started looking at a rebuild. Yeah, my friend Jacob is a Steelers fan, so it's fun to talk to him like it is talking to Patriots fans about their own team. And he put it very well. He's like, we've had a really good offense and a really good defense, just not at the same time. And I think their lack of planning is to blame for that. They've always had a good team. They're competing. Last year, 12-4, and they were the top team for much of the year until they really faded out. And their defense is obviously incredible. There's no denying that. But they had a great offensive line and had a great offense when their defense wasn't there and they let that offense really crumble. Now that their defense is there, their offense is nowhere to show for it. They had a great line. They really did. And that's gone. They weren't really prepared. I feel this way about Roethlisberger. I don't think he's that good that you shouldn't have been planning your next guy. And I get that duck and Rudolph were the thoughts, but then just be better at who you pick. Cause they're not good. And they weren't, didn't look good coming in, yeah. but there are other guys that really, I think could have, been the successor for Roethlisberger that you could have had learning behind him. But now you're just stuck with a really good defense and a bits and pieces offense. There are really good players in the offense and there's not so good players and they're just not doing enough to compete at this level. No, no, I absolutely agree with you. The, the offense is, is scraps at this point. Uh, they don't have anything going on. Uh, uh, Chase Claypool had a great rookie year, um, but that's not going to be enough to hold up an entire offense. And Ben's getting older. Uh, he's, you know, or originally he was up there. He was uh, top 15 top quarterback 10. and top 10 quarterback. He's now sitting somewhere in like the 20 range, the 18 to 23 range of quarterbacks in the league he's going down i mean 
to me personally, this isn't even his team anymore. This is now TJ Watt's team. Uh, the, their defense is top of the line. Love their defense. Um, but if you can't get anybody to score, having a good defense doesn't really mean much. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I just think that the defense is absolutely insane. I mean, your defensive line is incredible. Your secondary is incredible. You traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, so you know what you're aiming for. And Minka Fitzpatrick trade was a great trade. It's just the element of, I don't think that everything else on your team is enough for it. Like, we're not in the day and age of, like, the, the Legion of Boom that dominate enough yeah. to get your team there. And when they were, their offense was still really good. It was just more that they didn't have, like, elite receivers. They still had Russell Wilson. Roethlisberger was a top 10 quarterback for his ability to win and his ability to get his team there and to push through it. I just don't think he's that same guy anymore. And you're wasting, like you said, Claypool, Johnson, even Smith-Schuster. Like That's a good trio of receivers that you're kind of wasting on that. And there are young receivers that you could really be building with. I like the Najee Harris pick. I think he's a really good player. I don't like it for this team as much, but it's more of a thing that... My issue with the Steelers is the last three years is not just this draft. Yeah. You could have been drafting linemen that Najee Harris would have been the missing piece because he's yeah. a great player. It's just that you needed more linemen helping you to just get you there. Or, I mean, again, um, they draft that tight end. I like them taking a tight end because tight ends tend to do well with their system. But when your first two picks are running back tight end on this team, you're not really addressing the needs. You can do whatever you need to with your running backs. Yeah. When you had um, your backup running back was playing more last year than your starter. It's not really addressing the needs. And I I just don't want to see this defense fall apart before the offense catches up to play with them because they could be yeah. really dangerous if they had a, a really good lineman, a decent lineman, and a quarterback. Yeah, That's I know that sounds very easy. That's really tough to do in the NFL. But yeah. over the last three years, you could have made that your priority. You could have really put a focus into that. And then let's say it's not even Justin Fields, Joe Burrow. It's not like a top guy. But it's one of these guys that's backing up Roethlisberger. Because if, and I mean, hopefully not, but he might get hurt. I don't want to say when, but he's probably going to get hurt at some point during the season. He just is a lot older than he used to be and doesn't hold up. When you have Rudolph and you have Duck come in, these aren't guys that you're thinking like, oh, we're good. Our playoff push still continues. Yeah. You're thinking, if Ben's not back, it's over. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They got they got a lot of work to do. This this isn't the old Steelers team. They, they're going to be, honestly, they're going to be sitting at the bottom of this division the next couple of years until they can get it together yeah that's actually that makes me feel better about the bengals i yeah. think within two years the bengals will be above the steelers by the way the steelers are doing it i don't think that's inevitable i think the Bengals I, will i think the Bengals will have a better record than the steelers this year this year all right this year this year i disagree I, I say this year is the last year the Steelers have a better record. Next year, I think that that is the case, but I will disagree with that. I'll make a I'll, I'll make a bet of that and make a some kind of recording somewhere. 
And that way, if I'm right, I'll find it and prove it to you. And if I'm wrong, this never happened and the episode will be deleted. Everything but yeah. will just disappear. I think that's the thing. I don't think that's inevitable for the Steelers. I think if they really put a lot of effort into, they could still save it. They might lose a little bit of it. But their thing is, if they were even just two years ahead on this, thinking, just make sure the line doesn't really go down. Like DeCastro. I really like DeCastro. He's a really good lineman, but I think he's going to be wasted until he's too old to be as good as he is. And that'll just be it for the line, really, of what's left. And I don't know what their successor for Roethlisberger is going to look like. I really don't think that it's going to be that good. They didn't even draft a quarterback, so it's not coming there. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it would have been fun to see Carson Wentz. I don't know. He, he just has that same energy of Ben to me, like kind of reckless, kind of big kind of thing. Um, but that didn't happen. So it's just one of those things where I really hope this defense doesn't crumble, but I like I think in two years they'll be last in the division. And you think this year they'll be last? I, I do think that this year they'll be last. Uh, I'm just double-checking right now. I'm double-checking the schedule for this year. And, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with my gut here. Uh, I think that the Steelers will have the worst record. Week one, they play the Bills. And the week, they play the Bills. They play the Packers. They play the Seahawks. And that's just outside of their division. That doesn't even count. The two times they play the Ravens, the two times they play the Browns, they also have a game against the Chiefs. They do uh, have the toughest schedule this year. Yeah, they have yeah. the toughest schedule this year, and I think that's why they are going to be sitting at the bottom of their division. Ooh, I, like I don't that. think they'll I mean, have the worst record in the league. I do yeah. not think they'll have the worst record in the league, but I do think they will be at the bottom of their division. I think they will be above the Bengals. And that's what I was hoping for, things to come up like this, to have little bets with you. All right. We, just for all right. just for bragging rights. All right. All right. I got the Bengals. You got the Steelers. All right. Oh shit. I had to root for the Steelers this year. <laughs> uh, Actually, no, I said to root for them like once it gets close. Yeah, once the records start getting close, that's that's only when. I just like they were twelve and four last year. Yeah. Twelve and four team. I really think that they can manage more success than the Bengals. That's really it. It's not even a I believe in them that much thing. It's just I think that when it comes down to it, they'll have a little more success just right. to get we'll, there. We'll, we'll see. We'll check in. We'll check in at the end of the season and see who was right. <laughs> oh God. I'm gonna have to make up for this one to like pick any time you say something I disagree with to like <laughs> at least have some kind of like backing. So if I lose this one just in case yeah. <laughs> well, we can go right now. Who do you think the MVP of the league is going to be? Oh, MVP of the league? Shit. Um, Josh MVP. Allen. That's my pick. All right, you got Josh Allen. Who do I think will be the MVP of the league? I hate that I want to say Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Baker Mayfield. I hate Baker. that I want to say. Not. Nah. Uh, wait, let's say two picks. Okay. Who would be your second? Mm, who's your second? I did my first one first. So I get like a snake draft? Mm hmm. All right. Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson? Okay. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Hold on to your hats. Nick Chubb. Oh, okay. I feel better about that then. Chubb would have to rush over 2,000 yards. 
think he can do it on this team. I'm gonna. Oh, be I, I think long. he can do it. I don't think he can do it on this team with other weapons and with Kareem Hunt spelling him. They're gonna keep him off of it. I take Henry over. I take Chubb for MVP. No, nope, I'm going Nick Chubb. Want to make that a separate one? Chubb versus Henry for MVP. Chubb, Chubb versus Henry. Who finishes in the MVP voting? Yeah, I'll take Henry. All right, you take Henry. I'll take Chubb. I got Josh Allen. You got Baker Mayfield. Oh no, I'm keeping your Chubb on there for that. I want because I want Lamar Jackson. Okay, you, uh, that was my. You can take a different guy if you want for quarterback. How about, how about I take a third guy and then we'll see who has the total number of votes out of all six guys. <laughs> oh god. All right, who's your third I'm guy? Patty. Patty Mahomes. Yeah, that's 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 a safe one. Not not to sound like I'm insulting. That's just like he's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a good one. But yeah, I, I think it's just recency bias on my part that we just talked about Lamar Jackson and Baker that I'm just yeah. more excited for them. But I feel good with those. I think that uh I'm right I'm writing them down right now. I'll have to save them somewhere. I'm gonna write it down too. Make sure that make sure that we got it on record. Bengals versus Steelers. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well you hear heard it here. End of the year. I'm gonna be we, bragging we about winning back. every single part of this. We will see what happens. And if we if I win, I'm gonna have the recordings here to prove it. And then if, if not, win, this may have never existed. If I win, we we'll all know. We will all know. <laughs> all right, that's a good way to wrap it up. All right. Well, thank you for letting us uh get competitive in the last minute. Yeah. This has been GMs for Hire. And uh we're excited. We're excited. We're excited. <laughs>